Welcome to the AI Hustle Podcast, the podcast where we break down the latest in AI news, tools, and interview experts helping you hustle and do more using AI. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AI Box. AI Box is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. So based in San Francisco, California, Hyber has announced a groundbreaking upgrade to its 3D world creation tools. Um, right, they, They're essentially a platform where you're able to do that, but now they're integrating generative AI to simplify the process of building immersive worlds. So this announcement came during the Google Cloud Next event in San Francisco, and they're showcasing a partnership between Hyber, Datonix, and Google Cloud. So let's talk a little bit about natural language prompts and how they're using these to enhance crafting. So the upgrade allows creators to use natural language prompts to craft 3D worlds more effortlessly. Um, Hyber's generative AI takes user inputs and converts it into tangible, complex worlds. This is part of the company's ongoing mission to make 3D web participation more accessible to the public. I see a ton of different um, implications for like, especially video games. Um, and then of course, everything that's happening in VR and AR, being able to create really interesting experiences there as well. I think that uh, they're they're definitely going in the right direction. And I actually saw a really cool demo of this where essentially um, in the demo, there's like a little box kind of like ChatGPT where they were typing in um, and asking it to create them, you know, a uh, space station surrounded by planets, stars, and spaceships. Like they ju- you just say that, and then all of a sudden it creates this entire 3D generated asset, which is absolutely amazing. Like honestly, um, I've in the past worked on VR um, apps before, and trying to find the assets, like the the worlds essentially to use in those, it, it's expensive to get them made. They're hard to find, hard to find good ones, hard to like. You don't get anything custom. This is really cool that you could do this. I wish this existed. Um, back when I was working on one product in particular, but very, very cool. Um, in any case, so they, they, they put that prompt in and then boom, it creates this 3D world where it's like a person on this giant weird spaceship thing surrounded by stars, all the stuff they wanted. Another one that they did that they said was, um, you know, a lava world with fire, smoke and monsters and boom, it created this lava world with fire, smoke and monsters as a person there that can run around it. So very cool. The final or another one that they did, I believe they said um, they typed in something like a sunny day, sand, banks, water and marine life. And they kind of got some got put into that. There's water all around, sandy banks, a person there. Then the, the most impressive, though, I think, is the feature where you can actually once you create the world, you can use the AI to then edit the world. This is like so much easier than having to try to figure out how to use um, a bunch of different software tools to build this. But essentially... They asked it for, uh, you know, a world and to build a castle in it. So it pops up a castle 
and it's like, do you want anything else? They say, make the castle taller. So then the castle tower just gets taller. Uh, then they say, make it bigger. So it gets bigger. Then they say, put buildings around it. So they put buildings around it. They say, give it a wall. They gave it a wall. They say, add fire. Now there's fire on all the pillars of the wall. They say, add a guard tower. All of a sudden the tower in the middle of the castle is lasers shooting out of it. And, uh, yeah, then it like shoots the person and the person dies, whatever. It's, it's like really, really interesting that you can like live tweak edit with AI on this thing. It's a no brainer. Like, I think this is where software is going. You're not going to have to learn all the settings where it get all the assets, how to slide and drag and resize and move. It's just going to be a little prompt box where you just like tell it what to do. Um, you're going to ask it to how you want to adapt or adjust your software, your workflow, uh, whatever you're working on, and it's going to do it. So very, very cool. Um, I think what's interesting to know here is that Michael Youngfor, who's the CEO of uh, Hyber, said in an interview, quote, it's a pretty major milestone for us to use uh, as a company. Um, we've always aimed to make AI or to make 3D world creation as simple, accessible, and fun for as many people as possible. Um, so they were actually founded back in Gothenburg, Sweden, and Hyber's pre-existing creator tool, the Hyber 3D Development Kit, um, is a consumer-friendly no-code tool that led to the creation of other five, I think of over 5 million 3D worlds on its user-generated creator or content hub, which is Hyber World. So the company was inspired by futuristic works like Ray Kurzweil's The Singularity is Near, and it kind of aims to exploit rapidly advancing AI for creative self-expression. So Hyper's 3D engine supports a range of devices, uh, web browsers, and offers a host of services to creators, including multiplayer capabilities, chat functionalities, and payment options, right? So you're actually able to create worlds people will come into. Uh, the integration of generative AI, I think now really adds a new dimension to these services. It's evolving Hyper into, you know, a living creation platform, according to Youngfor's so let's talk a little bit about co collaboration and cost efficiency. The company leverages Google Cloud services and newly developed AI algorithms to keep the cost of high computing power for generative AI manageable. Um, and this has been facilitated by the company's collaboration with Datonix and Google Cloud using Hyper's extensive 3D world creation data. But when questioned about the, you know, the quality of user experience and the cost, Sean Kepian, who's the chief strategy officer at Hyber, mentioned that they're not planning to impose limits. Hyber aims to develop a sustainable business model currently working with its own 3D assets. So the company's long-term roadmap includes an AI co-pilot to offer live suggestions and facilitate the creation process further. And so I think this feature is not only going to generate content on, you know, like when you prompt it, but also provide informed recommendations to enhance user experience. And I think this is really useful, like with any software like so often the customer or the user doesn't even know like what they should be asking, what they can do. They don't know all the capabilities. And so I think having like beyond just being able to use AI to like do the creation, being able to have an AI that's giving you smart recommendations makes a huge difference, right? Like if I didn't know I could make the castle bigger in my world, I wouldn't even ask. But if it's like, hey, you should probably try this or have you thought about like adding a dragon flying around? And I'm like, oh my gosh, didn't know I could do that, right? So and it's a, it's a, it's an example that's relevant to this, but it's the exact same thing with email software, workflow software, or like op, like um, productivity software. Like so often, I don't even know all the capabilities. Like Notion, man, Notion is crazy. I don't know all the capabilities of Notion. And uh, if Notion could just recommend things that I should be doing, I'm sure that'd be great. So Hyper has already attracted, I think, the attention of luxury brands like Tommy Hilfiger, 
which has chosen Hyber 3D to create an uh, virtual universe for its community. I think this is probably more during like the whole NFT uh, Web3 uh, VR kind of hype phase. Maybe it's going to all come back with like Apple's headset. We'll see. Uh, but, you know, uh, Facebook dumping $10 billion or whatever they were into their uh, metaverse, meta worlds thing that doesn't seem to have materialized to such a super high level. I'm sure people will all be triggered by that. Um, if you work in this space, I hope it works great. I have a lot of friends working in this space. I'm just personally, uh, I see AI and implications for like work, workspace software as having like, I don't know, some some bigger implications that are more practical at the moment. But yeah, it's, it's going to be cool, I'm sure, whenever we're all in the 3D world and our VR headsets. In any case, that's when I'm assuming Tommy Hilfiger jumped in on this because it obviously has nothing to do with their business. And I see very little reason why it would help them sell more pants but anyways um hyper world has hosted this experience recording over 1.2 million digital wearables spawned by visitors within the first month voila digital wearables whatever okay um they were actually founded back in 2012 hyper has raised 20 million dollars to date they have 35 employees and they're backed by investors including etq ventures Luminar Ventures and Cybo. So the company plans to generate revenue through 3D shops and enabling players to purchase avatars and other virtual goods. Um, they said, quote, the metaverse has become a hype cycle and it's really changing how things are going to be done. Um, this is that was Kupian, who is kind of underlying the uh, contemporary relevance and future potential of Hyper's new offering. But I think with the new upgrade, Hyper is not just expanding the scope for creators, but also setting a precedent for the future of 3D worlds and, you know, the the whole metaverse thing. So it's going to be interesting. I'm happy if someone proves me wrong on this, that it's uh, more than just hype, but it'll be interesting and definitely something I will follow and continue looking at in the future. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thanks for tuning in to the AI Hustle podcast. If you could do us a massive favor, we would really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. This helps people find the podcast. It helps people know this is a good place to go. And we would really, really appreciate it as it helps us continue to bring on incredible guests and share incredible content for you to listen to.